coming at you from Merrimack, New Hampshire. I'm Brendan. And I'm Mike, co-founder of Abel Ebenezer Brewing Company. Each week, we have a beer and a good time keeping the discussion on the lighter side. This is the Stimulus Podcast. Welcome to the Stimulus Podcast. I'm Brendan. With me, as always, is Mike. And today we're drinking Smoking Dagger from Jack Sabby down in Framingham, Mass. Have you ever heard of Jack Sabby? I have. Actually, I'm part of the uh, Master Brewers Association for uh, New England, and Jack is the chairman or director or okay. the head guy of that. He's uh, He just knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? Jack Sabby is a really big brewery, and they, now they I think they started off just doing lagers, and then they've since branched out. And okay. now they do ales also, but Dude, I'm I mean, pumped. yeah, and the place is awesome. Like they have um, Stonefire Pizza, ooh, really nice indoor space. You can watch the game, that whole thing. And okay. then on the ale side, it's a whole separate bar area, and it reminds me of just like a college hangout where they have skee ball and arcade games, and you know, indoor cornhole. Just a lot of space and a lot of things to do it's really if you if you're just hanging out with a bunch of your friends and you want something to do it's like go go there it's tons of fun dude this is a good beer i did not think i was gonna like it look smoked lager or i think there's definitely some smoky flavor to it i did not think i was gonna like it that is delicious it goes down really smooth has a nice little smoky taste to it it's not light it like it's, it's like how do i put it it's not a type of beer that I would say is heavy, but it's definitely not light. It definitely has some body to it. Yeah, a very well-balanced beer. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, so if you're looking for a lager that tastes light with a really bold flavor, Ooh. yes, Smoking Dagger. Dude, this is great. I actually I need to go check out Jack's Abbey. One of our coworkers, he loves it. He said it's in his top three favorite breweries in the world. Yeah. Not well, just New England. Well, I know for breweries in New England, I think the respect bar doesn't get any higher than Jack's Abbey. This is like a wake-up beer for me. I feel like this is like a Saturday morning, crack a cold one open while I'm having brunch. Yeah. This is that type of beer for me. Well, Dan that works here uh, at Abel Ebenezer, he was saying this is his favorite beer, and I see why now. Yeah, this is a great beer. This is a great beer. Like, even on a cold day like today, it's freaking, it was brutal out this morning. If I cracked this open, I would have felt great. Yeah, dude. Are this, you kidding me? Yeah. This is, uh, I think you're right. This might be, like, one of my favorites now. Yeah. This is really good. Ah, uh, damn it. See, like, normally we do the beer rating at the end of the show, but I, I'm going to- Save it for the end. I'm going to just go out there Whoa, and say- it's cloak it in mystery. <laughs> it says it on the beer can. It says it's cloaked in mystery. We got to build suspense. We got to do it. That's fair. Okay, we'll in build the spirit some suspense. Of, in the spirit of. In the sp- yeah, in the spirit of building suspense, you know, this week has been a crazy week. What the fuck is going on with the stock market, number one? <laughs> like, Robin Hood? Yeah, I think it's more of what's going on with Robin Hood. Okay, I'm just saying I've watched a lot of shit in the past 24 hours or- when this comes out the next week and all i know is the ceo is definitely going down for some criminal activity that's all i'm saying there is something sketchy going on with robin hood you can't block people from buying stocks it's a free and open market or at least i thought i thought that was the way like let the people trade that was their slogan i guess we're gonna find out i mean i'm not sure about the legalities of it fair but 
as far as a platform that's offering a service, I mean, they just screwed their customer base. I mean, oh yeah. But I mean, that guy is so rich. Like, he doesn't care. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't give a shit. Oh, absolutely not. But no, you're right. Well, it would kind of be like if you like if if a company screws you, you're never going to use them again. Classic smoke and dagger. <laughs> It's true. I just had to bring that up just because it got me fired up yesterday and I went down the rabbit hole and I'm just like, fuck Robin Hood. Do you use Robin Hood? I do. And that's that's, the, that's your app that yes, you use? I, oh, I'm sorry. That's the problem. I have I have a good amount of money tied up in Robin Hood. And I'm on that weird cusp of do I pull all my stocks and go to another, you know app but then i feel like i'm gonna lo- i'm losing money in a sense i'm the oh dude so you're making a decision right now based on a money and not your principles but you're getting mad at robin hood because yes. they made a money decision yes. not based on their principles that's i'm pr- that's my problem right now i'm having a very moral dilemma with this don't pull robin hood dude do the right thing <laughs> just keep yeah. keep the stocks i <laughs> I think I, it's so funny that you just said that I, that way because, like, that's exactly what it, it's like. Always, do I do I give up my money or or do I stand by my principles? I'm. I'm I feel like I'm, now that you said that, if you don't do it, I'm, I can't say that you're a guy of principles. You I, just care about your money. All right, but that doesn't make you any better than Robin Hood. Oh man, you you fucked me. You got to give I up on Robin Hood. Here. I have do. To. If you're upset by Robin Hood, you have to give them up. That's how. Right. That's how you are voting in the free market about the service is not worth it anymore i think on the show i'm just gonna sell all my stocks on there gotta back it up yeah gotta do it that's true all right fine i actually because i've been looking into it uh do you know about weeble it's another trading app i don't know i've I've seen them what do you trade with you you're big into crypto and stock market i know you do a bunch of this shit mike there's no way you don't so when i got in the crypto it was coinbase that's all you could use and now there's and for a while app, right? yeah robin hood you couldn't use to right. do crypto and i think at first there's only a couple crypto you can still trade on robin hood i'm not sure i'm actually not sure so <laughs> like, I, I don't I, even use well i have shit. robin hood on my phone just because yeah. i got the free sign up my brother uses it yeah and it was the the free stock pick yeah. you know that that's how they get you and it's and it actually i'll tell you it, it's how it hooked me in because I got a Microsoft stock for free. I got an Apple stock for free. Like, oh, wow. like I literally, they gave me over $500 worth of free stock. So oh, I'm wow. like, it's just like sucks because now I'm sitting here bashing the shit out of this guy thinking he should go to jail because he's a criminal. But I still have money tied That's up in them. That's why you're so pissed. Yeah, I think why I got, I'm pissed. Yeah, I think I got a stock worth like $1.50 or something. I didn't, <laughs> like, I don't care. I got, I got uh, Jim to sign up and he got like a $5 stock. And he's like... Well, that was bullshit. I'm like, you got free $5. Calm down. Yeah. I was actually going to delete my account. And it's like, you have to close out your dollar and 50 cents. I'm like, fuck this. Oh, like, man. Capital gains. Too much, too much work. <laughs> so I just deleted the app. I'm like, whatever. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But you have to. You got to do it. Got to get right. rid of it. All right. I'm going to get rid of it. It's the only way your voice is heard. That's okay. That's a good point. I'll make my voice heard. Fuck you, Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to say it. Look, Dave Port- Portnoy has got me fired up. All I, all I know is when Dave Portnoy, AOC, Donald Trump Jr., Ted Cruz are all on the same page, something fucked up's going on. There's something really wrong going on. That's, That's all point. I'm going to say. When, when four very different people who are very against 
each other on principal basis come together that's a that's a big sign that there's something really wrong going on yeah now i'm worried are we gonna get that other stimulus check they keep promising yeah they're gonna be like all these guys are just gonna spend their extra 1400 bucks buying game stock <laughs> or GameStop stock. that's what i mean everyone hey but it's cool that it's cool that people are figuring out the system though and now that people figure out what these big hedge funds are trying to short and make money off of they're kind of, you know, it's kind of like sticking it to the man. And that's, all right, so that's going to bring us right into our over-under segment of the day. All right. First one, the stock market. Got to do it. Uh, it's, it's overrated if it's an indicator of how the economy is doing. Whoa. Wait, can you, sorry, explain that, like, a little more? Because I, well, I, I think people just see, oh, Google went up, Amazon went up, Facebook went up. Gotcha. Everything must be good. And they don't think of when the money that you make for a decent paying job is not good enough and you still feel like you're struggling. Maybe that's a better economic indicator of how well the economy is doing and how well you're doing in it. Because not everyone owns 50 you know, shares in Google. That's so true. Right. No, yeah, so it's not a great determiner of a full scale. Right. No, that's... So I'd say it's overrated. Uh, all right. Vaccines. Apparently, they're underrated. I mean, <laughs> it seems like they're the, Wait, the greatest thing to, you know, human health, you know, in the last hundred years. I, Absolutely. I, I, I guess I just don't really understand. All right. When you get the opportunity, are you getting the COVID vaccine? Yes. Perfect. Good. I, I am too. Look, I'm not crazy. Like we talked about. I want to travel, and you know there's going to be some stipulation about having this vaccine. And I think if it means I can be healthy and life can get back to normal, then I'm all about it. I've gotten every vaccine you can think of, and yeah, I'm, me too. I'm, I'm fine. Good. So. Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee in the winter. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Thank you. And also, I guess it's not <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin's anyway. It's overrated. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that one either. It's trash. I'm sorry for anyone who likes. Oh, it's actually called Dunkin's now. It's not even Dunkin' Donuts. Which is it, Dunkin' or it's Dunks? just or it's 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 whatever. Dunkin', I think. I'm like that's stupid. I don't know what Dunkin' is. I know Dunkin' Donuts, and they're like, oh, we're trying to rebrand so that that we're not just donuts. I'm like, no, you're you're a donut shop that has coffee. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, nowadays, it seems like they're more of a bagel shop. But... Or bagel. Yeah, it, whatever. Yeah, that's true. I guess the rebrand could be all right. Over under on the name change. Health then. is in, dude. Health <laughs> is in. That's true. All right. Uh, AirPods. Underrated. AirPods are awesome. Oh, my God. They're the best. Thank you for saying that. I, I love, love my AirPods. Yeah, they're the best. I just like, like I'm a big non-cordless guy. I like wireless. Yeah, wires piss me off. Yeah, dude, yeah, I hate just, wires. They get tangled and like you can never find the right way. Like we're finding out with our technology today, the stupid wires not working for my headphones correctly. So yep. I'm not about wires. If we just had wireless headphones, no problem. I, yeah, I love it, especially in a job like this where I'm working in a brewing area and just having wires or getting caught on something because there's a lot of places for things to get caught. It's just it's the best. And there's nothing worse than have a wire while you're working out, uh, just kind of like riding up like inside your shirt or getting tangled or just on your whatever arm. It is. Like yeah. remember when they had the armbands for yeah. the? 
iPods and you'd plug it. It was awful. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. All oh, right. but speaking of that too, wireless. You can get wireless surround sound now. Wait, what? Yeah, my brother Steven, uh, a couple years ago, bought Caitlin and I, my wife, a uh, a Sonos surround sound. So it's like it's a sound bar, and then the sound bar can connect to wireless speakers all over your house. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so you can play music. You can connect it to the TV you're watching. And so the surround sound's literally everywhere. Like we have one in our bathroom. So we have one in our kitchen, one in our bathroom, another in the living room, and then the sound bar under the TV. And you can literally just control which ones you want to be on. And you could be playing music and having the TV on at the same time. It's great. Why do I still have wires coming out of my... I don't know, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, just cut the cord, as they say. Oh, man. This is... That's awful. Sonos is worth it. All right, I got I got two more for you because the last one we end on is going to go right into the next segment. We got the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl might be overrated. Okay. Super yeah. Bowl commercials? I mean, I I like the Super Bowl a lot, but but I I think I enjoy the championship weekend better. So the AFC championship and the NFC. Everything leading up to it. Yeah, and then it gets it gets a little more. It almost feels ceremonial that's yeah it's great i'm also a 49ers fan we've lost the last two super bowls i remember being in so that's been upsetting so if if we won them you know like i'm sure all the patriots fans i'm surrounded by it would be great but i'm uh i'm 28 years old and i've never seen washington make it past the second round of the playoffs so you know I can't. I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl is a great way that you can get a bunch of people who don't like football to watch a football game with you. Absolutely. But with that being said, lots of times, or I'd say at least half the time, I'll go to a party, and if I don't have a vested interest in the game, you end up not really watching the game. I feel like all I care about is the squares at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the squares, and it's more of a social event, and you're there for the food, and you're you're kind of catching up with people. And like I said, half the people there aren't football fans. Yeah, but it's it's an event that everyone does. So as a football fan, I'm more interested in the playoffs leading up to it. But I understand the hype of it, and the, and the whole a... game and everything. Right. All right, Tom Brady. Underrated, still underrated, still underrated. Well, he is going to his 10th Super Bowl. And you brought up the craziest fact about Tom Brady is, how the fuck is this man looking 20 years younger at the age of 43 than he did at 20? I think it might be plastic surgery. Have you seen that thing on Twitter? The, the, um... They do, uh... The timeline Yeah, they do a side-by-side of every Super Bowl he's in. How? So... There's no way this man can look that great at 43 and so shitty when he was 23. So we're going to put up a picture of this because I think everyone has to see it and decide for themselves. So year four, they sent this picture to a plastic surgeon and they said, it looks like he got rhinoplasty, you know, small tweaks in his nose, probably uh, in the fourth picture that you'll see online, and then veneers for his teeth. Like they, they look different. Really? Okay, I didn't notice the teeth part too. Yeah, and then in the sixth picture, you could tell that he's losing his hair in the front. Like he he obviously got hair plugs, and then he's got like these full locks, and he looks great. And I think having a full head of hair obviously makes you look younger, also. But he he also used to be like kind of kind of chubby. He was. He was a chubby guy. So, Absolutely. So there is some rumors that maybe Elf. he got a jaw implant 
or some fillers, but I think he just lost weight. I think, okay. I think that's what it is. I also, have you watched um, Tom versus Time? That the documentary on him? Yeah. Well, the man also has changed his diet so immensely over the years and has gotten, in my opinion, much healthier and more physically fit as he's gotten older, which you can, like, I've seen it with people as some people, as they get older, they get healthier and more in shape. Yeah, and, I mean, I, I feel like I'm the change. same way. Like, I feel like I've never been so aware of what I'm eating, the soaps I'm using, just everything around me. I, you know, I want to know what every ingredient is going into it. And I feel like I've never felt healthier in my whole life going on 37. And that's, so I totally understand. I, I think it's a maturity of understanding, like, what's being put in your body and on your body. Right, exactly. And I, and I think he also has the monetary... You know, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Like, if if I had the money, money I totally do the hair thing. I'm right. like, sign me up for that. That's like, what I mean. It's like I, he has the money to throw around at. He could spend a million a year on a personal trainer, a million a year on a personal chef, on a dietitian, on hair implants or veneers. You know, or, that's what all the champions did. I mean, LeBron did it, didn't he? I, I yeah, think his he did. hairline I think thing. He did. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a <laughs> there's a, th- a picture of him going to one of the. Um, NBA finals and his headband just gradually just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. That's funny. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. Well, Deion Sanders did it and he looks great. Yeah. He did the hair. Uh, I don't know if they're implants now or how the surgery works. Was it implants? I know. I know it's, it's tons of, you know, technology has changed since the Bosley days or, you know, the eighties yeah. infomercials about <laughs> you could take all your hair back and just looks like, you know, doll hair or something. That's hey. not happening anymore. It looks great. It looks real. Tom Brady looks good. Whatever Tom Brady did, you know. Kudos. When, when people are like, oh, all natural is best. I was like, well, you know, not in the case of Tom Brady. So Tom Brady looks better than he's ever looked. Okay. And also, I'll be the person to say it. Look, if you want to have plastic surgery because it makes you feel better or it makes you look better and that's what you're about, absolutely go for it. If you have the money to do it, why not? Like if it's, you know, if it's enhancing yourself, I'm all about self-enhancement. Isn't that what eating healthier is all about too? It's like making yourself look better or making yourself feel better. It's like, I have absolutely zero problem with someone getting some body modifications. Yeah. Especially when it's like minor tweaks. I mean, he looks the same. It's not like he went off and he doesn't did a full Michael Jackson. I I mean, that's a little weird. That's a little strange, but obviously there's a lot of underlining stuff. (laughs) You're such a dick because I was going to say the same thing. At least we were thinking of the same way. But yeah. it's true. It's not like he doesn't look like, you know, a different person. We don't call him Thomas Brady now. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have to rebrand himself. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> For modern day sports players, there are only two guys in football, basketball, NHL, and baseball that have gone to 10 championships. Tom Brady. LeBron James. In modern day? Yeah, modern day. Okay. Or let's say still playing. Okay, so yeah. Real oh yeah, LeBron's gone to ten. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's that legendary. Yeah. We're, well, everyone thinks you know, LeBron not as good as Jordan, that whole argument. And I, I think basketball is a little bit different because they they're big on three peats. Yeah. Oh. And LeBron absolutely. doesn't have a three peat. Right. You know, but right. 
but he's been in the 10 championships, so it's... Dude, I don't care what anyone says. If you look at LeBron James' stats, if you look at what he's done single-handedly pretty much bringing a Cavs team to a finals, and like they're like, oh, well, he's lost six of them. Dude, do you know how much it takes to get to a finals? It doesn't matter a Super Bowl or a cha- any type of championship. Some of the greatest players of all time in many different sports never even made it to yeah. a Super Bowl or to an NBA finals or... Let or let alone win. Yeah. So how about this? You're starting a basketball team. You own it. Michael or LeBron? Uh. Whew. If I could do a lifetime contract with him, I'm taking LeBron. Yeah, I'd probably go LeBron also. I, uh, I just I I think he, overall the difference too is what people don't understand is he's a physical freak of nature. Michael Jordan was. On, of course, one well, of the best ever, if not the best ever. You can make the argument he could he could easily be the best ever. But by pure size and athletic talent yeah. and just everything put together, how can you how could you not pick LeBron James? Yeah, I mean, watching the Last Dance, people forget that Michael Jordan was puny, dude, tiny. Yeah, he used to get pushed around a lot by the Pistons. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, it's like. He was by no means weak. Like he's a strong dude, but I'm like, I'm gonna take the six foot eight, two sixty five freak of nature who's faster than most people on the court, stronger than everyone on the court. They, dude, they did this thing where if you watch a game with LeBron James and they're like, oh, they call these bullshit fouls on him. They don't call so many fouls on like against him because he's so physically strong. It doesn't look like a foul on him. Where with it would be on another player. That's interesting. That's that- interesting. That's very interesting. Well, and to the to the point of this, Michael Jordan admittedly says there is no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. Yeah. But LeBron, he he does it with anyone. Anyone. Anyone, everyone. Yeah. Sometimes nobody. Dude, there's a guy on the team right now, Caruso. He's just this tiny small white dude. And he he plays so great when he's on the court with LeBron, and then when LeBron's not on the court, it's like, yeah, he's all right. Like he's pretty, he's a good player. But I'm like, when LeBron's on the court with him, it's like this guy freaking hits every shot. Yeah, he's always open. <laughs> That's true. All these guys are good at shooting if they're open. All That's right, true. But, but that brings me to another question. All right, about really good athletes. All right, Let's hear but it. but this one's kind of in reverse. So Tom Brady has been to so many Super Bowls, and he's won so many Super Bowls. And can we agree that in the NFL, the quarterback position, if you're going to go to the Hall of Fame, a lot of it is determined by how many championships you've won. Yeah. That, it's yeah. not just stats. It's not individual stats. Right. And I think the quarterback position, more so than anything else, how many Super Bowls you've been to or won is a heavy indicator of whether or not you're going to go to the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Let's hear it. Who is your top quarterback that will not go to the Hall of Fame, probably, because of Tom Brady? Dominance. Oof. That's rough. Because, I mean, in 20 years, he has sucked up six opportunities to win a Super Bowl. Well, and on top of that, though. And he's been the 10. He's been the 10, so he's knocked. Yeah, I was going to say... He's won six of ten, but he still made it to ten. Well, he still has won the play. He still has won the play. Well, well, yeah, of course. Sorry. Coming up Sunday. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. So I got three, and I'm curious what you think about this. So my number one is Donovan McNabb. Oh, hands, yeah, hands down. He was actually that was the name I was thinking of. That's the one because because that's the one I was thinking because his stats are they're, border, they're, they're good. They're they're borderline great, but I would say they're very good. Like they're, they're I, like I, I want to say he's like in the twenty twentieth percentile yeah. for a lot of things. Yeah, you know, so so he'll be like a top. I think he's top twenty five of all time. all time passing yards, things like that. So he he's not Touchdowns, like a top ten yeah. guy, but he went to five NFC championships. He only won one. Ugh. And the one that he won, he went to the Super Bowl and lost against Tom Brady. If he had won that, because he's he that sucks. I mean, he, he it's it's that reputation of not being a winner. Yeah, so the fact he got there. If he won that Super Bowl, and the fact that if it's Super Bowl champion who went to five NFC Championship games, that's a compelling argument. Absolutely. All right, number two, Philip Rivers he it, just retired. It hurts. It hurts saying that because I actually I like Philip Rivers because the guy has more kids than anyone else on this planet. He he's a he's a thoroughbred winner except in the playoffs. Yeah, it, and you're right. I I think Hall of Fame quarterbacks need to have that Super Bowl resume or at least at least a Super Bowl win. Right. Well, what I love about Philip Rivers is his stats are. Unreal. So he he is fifth all time passing touchdowns in the NFL. Oh wow! Fifth all time yards passed yep. and fifth all time in completions. Really? So he he's a top five guy in individual oh. stats, but he has never been to the Super Bowl. He's never won a Super Bowl, and he lost the AFC Championship game to the two that two thousand seven Patriots. Man, so I- and so. You can make a pretty compelling argument that if they had won that game, they could have beat the Giants, mm. and he would have a Super Bowl, and he would just be off to the races, and he would be a surefire Hall of Famer because he he has surpassed Dan Marino in all those categories. So he's above Dan Marino. Man, and that dude, this hurts to say because he played at the time of Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, like all these other quarterbacks who, uh, Drew Brees, yeah, who are right around that. Uh, Eli's a little further down, but he has the Super Bowl credibility. Well, well this is my thing. So I, I'm, you know, I should probably back this up and say I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to go because he has two Super Bowl wins. Yep. I, I Eli agree. Manning will probably go because he has good stats. Also, two Super Bowl wins. And Eli Manning is one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the playoffs. That's a big kicker for me like i you can argue about his regular seasons but he was a clutch playoff quarterback right and then other two top quarterbacks so we got drew Brees, top tier yep individual numbers stats and he won a super but he won a super bowl yeah so i feel like he's going to be in aaron Rodgers, same thing top flight stats but he has a super bowl so i think he's going to be in so i kind of just i just disqualified them but these other guys that are on the cusp that you're like, uh, you could kind of do a coin flip and decide one way or another. But if they had a Super Bowl, it would probably tip the scales the other way. McNabb out. Rivers out. So Number my other three. one, Matt Ryan. Oh, that would hurt. Lost the Super Bowl, was up in the third <laughs> quarter. No one can forget. Dude, that guy has the worst fourth quarter play 
ever. Like, for, like I meant overall, just fourth quarters. All right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Falcons lose when they're up by two scores more than any other team. In history, I think. (laughs) All right. Well, before you just lay it on Matt Ryan. So the Matt Ryan stats, he is number nine all-time NFL in passing yards. Matt Ryan? Yep. And he's number nine all-time in pass completions. And he's number 10 all-time in passing touchdowns. Do you know how old he is? I don't. Know. I think he's like thirty-seven. Okay, I'm what. That was my. So next he's still question. playing. Because I'm like, how many more years does he have in the league? Because he could, he could potentially. But have... I'm saying without that Super Bowl, so I mean, he could potentially do it. But I mean, with Tom Brady in the NFC with him, I don't... I think they're in the same conference, right? They're in the NFC yeah, South together. I, I don't think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl if, if, with the Falcons. I don't he's think so. Thirty-five. Either. Thirty-five. So he's still young. So he could do it. But is it going to be another Philip Rivers situation? Is getting to the Super Bowl and losing it going to be enough to tip that scale? I'm not sure. Those are three really good yeah. quarterbacks, too. That And even Aaron Rodgers, I, I think he'll get in. But if he had won this NFC Championship game against Tom Brady, that would have been a surefire Hall of Fame like, ballot. Like solidified now, it? Yeah. Now I think he, he'll probably get it. I don't think anyone's going to be like, no, nah, he probably doesn't deserve it. Kind of like the Donovan McNabb, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. I just, I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because he always gets compared to Tom. Well, every quarterback's going to get compared to Tom Brady. But everyone's like, Aaron Rodgers is the better player. How can you call him the better player when he's only been, how many Super Bowls has he been to? Just one, right? Or has he been, has he been to more than one? I think he's only been to one, he's only won one uh, NFC Championship game. Well, it's funny because Matt Ryan is two years younger than Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is the eleventh all-time passing yards. Matt Ryan's number nine, but no one puts him in the same discussion because he's never won a Super Bowl. Wow, that's a huge knock on quarterbacks. Like wow. I'm, like I can't stress it enough. Like if you don't win the Super Bowl, like people just bring you down like a whole notch. Even though your individual performances may be better, that's really weird to think about too. Because I don't judge wide receivers or running backs or defensive no, players no. of like, oh, how many Super Bowls does he have though? Because the quarterback position is the one you're always like, how many have you taken your team to? Right. Well, you take Barry Sanders. Oh. You know, he's one of the best that's ever done it. Absolutely. I, you know, I would say most people that you would talk to, or majority of them, would say that Barry Sanders is the best running back ever. Yeah. I think he's won one playoff game. You know, like, that's it. He's like the Tony Romo of, like, you know, the positions. And, you know, Tony Romo, you never had the opportunity to play Tom Brady in the playoffs, but... But he he is the Tony Romo. Like, he's out. I'm sorry. Tony Romo's never getting in, by the way. I can't laugh. He might go in as a broadcaster, but that's it. Dude, I literally just lost my mind when you said he's the Tony Romo. Oh, man. That might have been the funniest thing you've ever told me. 
It's true, though. That is so true. All right. Bold prediction. Chiefs, Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa Bay. You're not. You're. you're I I don't bet against Tom Brady. You know, it's funny. I was telling my friends the other day. Whenever I think about Tom Brady, when I'm making a bet, I flash, I flash back to the the scene in Top Gun. You know, after Goose is dead, and Merlin is now the uh, the Rio for Maverick, and he's like. Mick's coming around in our tail. And he's like, I'm not leaving ice. And he's like, he's coming around. He's going to get an advantage. He's like, I'm not leaving my wingman. That's how I feel about Tom Brady. I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I, oh. I I realize Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next best quarterback to do it. And he might be Tom Brady all time if he can stay healthy in his career. But... The Bucks have played the Chiefs earlier in the year. They only lost by three points. And Tom the Brady Bucks, had a bad game, too. Yeah, and the Bucks turned it on at the end of the game. So the Chiefs, they scored their 27 points. They scored 17 of those in the first quarter oh, by Tyreek Hill. And then they shut yep. him down, and they never scored again after the third quarter. So I feel like if they can implement the game plan that they had toward the end of the game, I think they could do it. Because... Everyone forgets that the Bucks were the super team going into the season. No, they yeah they were. Now it's because the Chiefs are just the Chiefs. Still, everyone's like, nope, they can't compete with them. And it's like the Bucks were like this dream team. All right, and the only thing they've done lately is turn on the heat. Like Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh yeah, he's a savage, he, absolute savage. Devin like, White. Dude, I thought Savage. he was going to kill Aaron Rodgers last week. I was like, oh my gosh. And the guy only has a one hand. <laughs> Blew up his or, head. He's got one hand and two fingers. I don't know what that equates to. It's Yeah, it's like one and a half hands almost. Or yeah, one and two one fists. And two fists. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. That's right. It's like 40% of a hand. All right. Not to mention the Chiefs starting left tackle, Eric Fisher, former overall number one overall draft pick in 2013 NFL draft, is out with an Achilles tear. That's it, that's so if, devastating. So if you put the defensive line of the Bucks against that, the only way you stop Patrick Mahomes is by getting pressure in his face. They could do it. They could do it, dude. I'm going big. I'm going big on the Bucks. You're going big on the Bucks. Going big on the Bucks. All right. I'm 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 in a similar boat as you. I mean, you're the you're the betting guy. You're the money guy. You made all the money this year. I'm I, betting whatever I have left. That's it. I did. I like. I do. I. I did make a lot of money this year on sports betting. A lot of it was luck, and a lot of it was just pick the right right teams at the right time, whatever. I really like the Chiefs. I really like their offense, and I really don't like that the Bucks' starting safeties are both injured right now. And I, they might play because there's still another week to go, but that, that part scares me only for the Tyree kill factor of going over the top and Travis Kelsey. Those two guys are two of the best players in the NFL position position players in the NFL but you're so damn right it is so hard to bet against Tom Brady that man dude he's a living legend don't do it I mean he he has like he's a legend he has that Michael Jordan attitude he does of if he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder he'll just make something up He'll just like make up some like gripe or like some reason to be upset or some motivating factor to get him going so I'll go with the bucks and the over really yeah. All right. The I'm bu- going Bucks. Bucks in the over this week. 
or you know this week Super Bowl Sunday it's going to be crazy I think that I also the thing that is electrifying to me is that Tampa Bay is playing at home in the Super Bowl that is even more electric if Tom Brady ever had played in fucking Foxborough for one of those Super Bowls do you know how wild it would have been absolutely insane Dude, to have home field advantage in a Super Bowl is like, it's almost bullshit. It's like, oh, get best player to ever live and give him home field advantage. But he, I mean, to, to his credit, he made it there. And this playoffs, he beat Washington on the road, who had one of the best defenses, and they put up a hell of a fight. He beat Drew Brees and the Saints. Hell of a game, comeback win. And Aaron Rodgers. On the road. You just, you knocked out two Hall of Fame quarterbacks with great teams this year, too. Yeah, now he's going to have to knock out another one. And now he's gunning for the young king. But the thing, I'll tell you about Patrick Mahomes, so about the future. So what I was reading this weird thing, too. Russell Wilson, he went to -to back-to-back Super Bowls when he was young. Lost one, won one. Against... Tom, yeah. Oh, he lost against Tom Brady. Tom Brady, <laughs> right. He, he lost against Tom Brady. This might be that moment for Pat Mahomes where he loses against Tom Brady. Who knows? Maybe the Chiefs don't go back to the Super Bowl ever again. I thought this, dude, this year, the Seahawks, I thought their team, their defense sucked most of the year. But their offense was so good, I was like, oh my God, they're going to run through teams. And then you saw what happened in the playoffs to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only game that Patrick Mahomes has lost this year was the one against the Raiders because the last game of the year he wasn't playing. They benched him. It was a uh, Chad Haney. Ch- Chad Henny. Henny. Yeah. yeah, Chad Henney. He was playing for him. So anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, but it's no. You're you're right, and it uh, it just it blows my mind that Tom Brady's going to his tenth Super Bowl. I can't say this enough. I know we're like harping on this at this point. It's crazy. You know what? This would be a good Super Bowl beer. You could you could drink a bunch of these while watching the game. And they're only five point six, yeah. so they're not like stupidly high ABV. So you don't you're not going to get hammered after drinking two of them unless you're not eating food and you you have a really low tolerance. <laughs> yeah, if you want something that's not an IPA, I would recommend Smoking Dagger for watching the Super Bowl. All right, what are, what are you going to give this rating? Because it. I love this beer, actually. It's really annoying because I told Dan, I was like, I'm not going to like it. And now I really like it. Like, I really like this beer. I think beer. I'm going to go 8.2. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I like this a lot more than some New England IPAs I've drank lately. I was just about to say, when we had Time of the Chimpanzee, that beer was amazing. Like, that's a great New England. This is such a different style of beer than New England IPA that I'm blown away. Yeah. I was going to say at least eight, at least an eight. Yeah, because I'm not a huge fan of dark beers a lot of the time. Sometimes they're too roasty or they're too sweet, and this one just hits the sweet spot. Or, yeah. How not is it the so sweet sm- spot. How is it so <laughs> it's smooth? It's the perfect spot. <laughs> yeah, how like is right it so in between smooth? those. Just super smooth. The flavor is awesome on it. 8.2. Definitely I, go out and try it. Do I love That's such a great recommendation. Jack's Abbey's been. Jack's Abbey, you guys kill it. Great beer. Uh, check us out, stimuluspodcast.co. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter. Check out Tom Brady's plastic surgery. Tell us what you think. Yeah, Did he have it or not? We're going to put this up on, on Instagram. He definitely had hair plugs. 
easily. Are you kidding me? That's right. Non-negotiable. <laughs> non Plastic surgeon veneers hair plugs. Let us know what you think. On that note, I'm Brendan. And I'm Mike. And this is the Stimulus Podcast. Stimulus.